Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Shopti race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races, and right now we're on the Bestiary 5 races. Light shimmers across this humanoid figure's bare, golden skin, illuminating regal features. The art here is amazing. I absolutely love it. It's this sort of Egyptian decorated, gold-skinned, bald humanoid, and I love it. Yeah, what they're going for with the Shabti is like pharaohs who wanted to ignore themselves to death, and you, you know, they turn to mysticism and other rituals to live past death. That's what the Shabti have become. Shabti are facsimiles of wealthy or powerful mortals seeking to escape judgment for their sins upon death. Grown from broken bits of mortal souls, Shabti endure whatever cosmic punishments or labor might await their creators in the afterlife unless they're discovered and freed by psychopomps. Shabti typically look like idealized humans with perfect physiques and flawless features. They usually stand six feet tall and weigh about 175 pounds. Oh, okay, so I, I kind of thought that they were going to be like the people who died, went through enough rights and had enough money and went into the afterlife. These are people that are crafted to take place, to take the punishments somebody would normally take in the afterlife. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know you did a little bit of research. What is Shabti in uh, culture? So in actual ancient Egypt, a Shabti was the funeral figurine that they would use. Um, like, you know, those pharaohs with the headdresses and their arms crossed uh, with, like, hooks in them. Gotcha. That That is what a Shabti is. So it looks like these figurines uh, came to life in the afterlife and took punishments. Cool. One small little paragraph. Actually, a really, really cool concept, I think. And then the, the psychopomps are like, yo, you ain't, a, you ain't, a, you don't deserve this. Come here, come here, come here. Let me give you, we'll give you a chance in real life. Here you go. Oh, another little piece of note here. They actually put this little piece of lore in a random spot. Liberated Shabti often explore the plane, seeking to replace their false memories with unique experiences. Cool. So they're still kind of, they're still kind of in the mold of whoever made them. But now that they know that's fake, they're trying to forge their own identity. That's cool. Is that description called out psychopomps? Um, psychopomps are agents of the goddess of Phrasma. They basically seek to make sure that life flows in the correct way. You go from birth to life to death to the afterlife. If at any point you kind of break that cycle like the Shabti is kind of doing, uh, psychopomps aren't crazy about you, and they're going to come and make sure that you die the right way and you undie the right way. Uh, undead are very much hated by psychopomps. Let's get into their stats. Shabti have powerful bodies and presences to match. They get a plus two constitution and a plus two to charisma. Hey, having no negative is cool. Kind of means that they can do anything. Um, no one's like, I don't want a plus two to con. I don't yeah, I don't want more hit points. Um, but obviously this would go farthest for a charisma-based caster. Or kind of like your in-betweens, like a bard would like to have a little bit more health. So when they end up having to hit things with weapons, they don't die as easily. Uh, Shabti are outsiders with the native subtype. Um, that's important. So being outsiders means that they aren't subject to a lot of spells that affect humanoids. They aren't technically humanoids. You can't use something like enlarged person on a Shabti. They are medium creatures and have a normal move speed. Shabti begin play speaking common. If they have a high intelligence score, they can choose any language they want except secret languages. Like Flail Snail. Exactly, like Flail Snail. They also have dark vision, so they can see perfectly in the dark up to 60 feet away. I don't think we mentioned this enough. That that can be pretty powerful, especially if your GM is is, is um, diligent about light levels. Because um, there's sometimes like you take whole feats just to get dark vision or special traits and trades. 
and allows, if you're like the only person in the party with dark vision, allows the GM to set up a scenario where you, in particular, can help solve it. So they have a lot of special abilities, so let's get into them. They are immortal. They do not age and cannot die of old age. While some come into being in age categories other than adulthood, they are they never leave their original age categories, and spells and effects that cause aging do affect them as normal. Interesting. I don't see many age and time-based spells, but when they do hit your characters, if you're like a normal human, and you suddenly go from like young adult to middle age, definitely kind of a, it's, it's not like you're going to die, but it's kind of like disappointing in a way. It's the only time I really ever use the, the stat changes. Is if somebody is effective an aging spell. Shabti are immune to undeath. Shabti cannot become undead. Spells and abilities that would transform a Shabti into an undead creature have no effect. That's cool. I like that. Good thing to know that if your character dies, your GM can't bring it back as a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I guess as a PC, you're like, well, I'm dead. I kind of that's where my my interest in my character dies. But I mean, if if you're like me at all, you're you're still interested in what happens beyond. Uh, you kind of grow close to your character. So it's a really cool trait. Very, very thematic. I like it a lot. But since you can't become undead, does that mean you can be resurrected? Well, they have a trait called Shattered Soul. Shabti who are killed are exceptionally difficult to return to life. Anyone who attempts to return a Shabti to life using Raise Dead, Resurrection, or, or a similar spell must succeed at a caster level check whose DC is equal to 10 plus the Shabti's hit dice. If it fails, the spell fails and the caster can't return the Shabti to life for the next 24 hours. So assuming that the person trying to resurrect you is the same level as you are, this means, best case scenario, typically you have a 50% chance of just not being able to be resurrected today. Uh, those spells aren't cheap either. I think you need a lot of money and reagents to use something like resurrection. I think uh, Wish and Gaius uh, will uh, kind of avoid this sort of drawback, though. I'll take my word for it, but I think that those can raise people from the dead. Shabti have Resist Level Drain, a very ham-fisted name for something. I wonder what it does. <laughs> uh, Shopti takes no penalties from energy drain effects, though they can still be killed if they accrue more negative levels than they have hit dice. After 24 hours, any negative levels they have taken are automatically removed without the need for an additional saving throw. So level drain becomes much more common at higher levels. A lot of demons, a lot of uh, undead cause level drain. So I know vampires do it, I believe. Um, but having to completely ignore that is great. Well, not completely. If you happen to take, you know, 15 negative levels, you're still going to die. But until you die, you take no penalties. Very powerful. Yes. And they have past life knowledge. Shop to remember bits of their past lives. As a result, they treat all knowledge skills as class skills. Wow, nice. That's really strong, actually. It's great for you to be able to pick, you know, I want, I want my past life to be, you know, I don't know, a lumberjack. So I'm going to take knowledge nature. And you can sort of pick and choose to fit your character. I like that. Ah, yes, Pharaoh Lumberjack. All right, Christian. <laughs> he cut down the tallest pyramids. Lastly, they have a spell-like ability. It is Suggestion. Once per day, they can cast Suggestion with a caster level equal to their class level. Wow. Um, that's really strong. Yeah. At level one? Hello. It's So it's a level, like, two slash three spell, depending on the class, so... It's still really powerful. Suggestion is something that kind of like, if something fails at save, your player is likely to about to do something that's going to ruin your planning. Right. Wow, Shabti. These guys are, in my opinion, super cool and super powerful to match. There's nothing here to really balance them. This was designed. It seems to be a race that is going to be powerful. But wow, do I love the lore behind these guys. I am so interested in making a Shopti character now. This is really cool. I think my character, my next character might be a Shopti. I'm that inspired by this whole idea 
of, of, of their lore of being crafted into existence, rescued, and then trying to live a life of your own. And they just look so cool, in my opinion. I've always appreciated the sort of Egyptian uh, art uh, and aesthetic. I like the, the gold skin idea. I really, really like these guys. I would definitely uh, watch their power level, though. Yeah, they have 13 RP, which is kind of on the higher side. Most things are around 8. But it's different than most races in that they don't have any negatives, really. The only thing is the resurrection bit, which I don't really consider much of a downfall. But the rest is just you have bonuses, you have immunities, you have good things, you have a spell-like ability. They're actually kind of really strong. If I was designing them, I, I could have done without the spell-like ability, sort of bring them a little bit more in line with a balanced race. But, you know, it's there. I think shop tier are interesting and they're very easy to reskin. I think this idea of something that has come kind of like is serving as a past life of someone else can fit into a lot of different RP scenarios. You don't have to be this Egyptian themed pharaoh sin sh- uh, scapegoat. You can just be someone that was experimenting with, a, say, lichdom and they didn't become exactly mm. a lich, but you became this weird, not undead kind of undead thing. Hmm. Definitely. With, with using their existing lore, I can really kind of come up with a guy who's angry at the person who would put them through this, but is so grateful for being saved by the psychopomps that like they're, they don't they're not like consumed with rage. They're kind of grateful. I know I like this a lot. This this really um, this inspires me in ways. Well, Christian, next and last for the Bestiary Five races is the Skinwalker. This is we've had the Dampire that was sort of the half vampire race. This is sort of the half werewolf or lycanthrope race i look forward to talking about them thank you all for listening class is dismissed pathfinder academy is part of the trailblazer network for other great rpg podcasts visit our website tblazer.net want to get in touch email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on twitter at tblazernetwork this is Johan martins thanks for listening Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Christian and I were just setting sail to celebrate Columbus Day. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, hoist those anchors, grab some dice, and join us. Alright, we're off the dock. Uh, Caleb, you got the sales? Sure. 50% off, and buy one, get one free. We're going to be set on dice for life. Ah, Caleb, you're rowing back. Hey, Brian, you want to play role-playing games tonight? I can't. My body's trapped in this strange membrane. Wow, should I take you to a doctor? Nah, it feels really good. Just put my earbuds in. No, that's just wrong. But here at Tales from the Lich, we're all right. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com <sighs> That's just wrong. <laughs>